we were singing that just then. I felt like the Lord saying that's what he's singing over us. I just want you and nothing else will do. I just want you for us to realize that we've been bought with a price. And in him, Roman, I mean, Acts 17, 28 says, in him we live and move and have our being. In him we exist. And I was intentional in allowing, or not allowing, or just staying in a heart of worship attitude of meditating on him because that was what I really felt challenged when I came up the first time was that realization, that understanding of who he is in spite of anything that's going on, the chaos that can be going on around you, when you understand in him I live in him I move in the New Living Translation, it says, in Him I exist. I'm convinced that's how Jesus, in the midst of the storm, could sleep. Because He wasn't consumed by what was going on around Him. He understood that He was one with the Father who created it all. So he could speak from a place of not trying to get God to do something, but out of that union with the Lord, the Father. It was havoc around, but he was in peace. He's, he lived in peace. And that's what he's provided for us, and he's calling us into, is that reality of that and again I want to go back into Psalms 35 and say this he said let them shout for joy and rejoice who delight in my righteousness and let them say continually the Lord be magnified who delights in the prosperity of his servant and my tongue shall declare your righteousness and your praise all day long now, this is Old Covenant, so we can translate some of this into where we are right now in position with the Lord. But some of the things don't have to change. Let them shout for joy and rejoice. The word shout there literally means to overcome. <laughs> let them shout, let them overcome for joy. And rejoice. The rejoice is simple to be glad and rejoice. This is the day. Who delight in my righteousness. So, as we meditate upon that, as I've meditated upon that, I can take delight in my righteousness. Because it's not my righteousness, it's He gave me His righteousness, and I've become righteous. Right? So I can delight in that. I can take joy in that. I can rejoice in that because I've been made the righteousness of God in Him. It's that place of in Him. And He said this, 
let them say continually. And that word continually in the Hebrew, it literally means continuity, which means uninterrupted connection. That was where I began to say la, to just meditate a little bit on that. He said, let them shout for joy and rejoice who delight in my righteousness and let them say with uninterrupted connection. That's a reality for us. Are you with me? If we're one with the Father, then there's that that continuity, that uninterrupted connection. Now you go, well, how how can it be sometimes that I feel interrupted? It's here. It's in our mind. But the reality of heaven is this. In Him I live and move and have my being. In Him I exist. Are you with me? And if that becomes our, re- our reality in the place of meditation, that I might be in this world, but in the world I'm in Him. Does this make sense to anybody other than me? In Him I live and move and have my existence, my being. So if I moved If I live and move in Him, then I'm not moved by what's moving around me. And let them say with continuity, uninterrupted connection, the Lord, Yod-Heh-Vav-Heh, be magnified. And the word magnified there means to grow, to become great, to praise, to magnify. So, as I said yesterday, when, when Mark texted me and said I'll tell you what he said he said hang out inside of Yahweh today exist in him and I want to tell you when, he, when I got that, there was a shift that took place. There were a lot that was going on in my mind at that time. There was a lot that was going on around me at that time. But when I received that text, there was a shift that took place in my mind. And I got out of me and realized my position in Him. And you know, the first thing that happened is peace came up. Peace began to come up on the inside of me. Because I wasn't moved by what was going on. I understood and I I live and move and have my being in Him. That's not Christianese or hypothetical. That's a reality of a place that we can live and move inside of Him. Creator of it all. So I began to meditate on who He is. Who is Yahweh? And it took me to Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. He, verse 7, he said, be strong and be very courageous. Then he said, this book, you should meditate in it day and night. And your way will be prosperous. He said, you meditate in it to mull over, to think about. He didn't say just read it, read through it. You know, Joshua lived through some of it. What he told him to meditate on 
Pentateuch, the Torah, the first five books is what most scholars believe he was talking about. This book of the law wasn't just the Ten Commandments. It was what Moses had talked about. And from creation to Moses going home, he said, meditate on these things. And what was he meditating on? The faithfulness of God. The reality of who he is. And as you do that, as you magnify the Lord, he grows in your understanding. Does it change who he is? No. But the more that our revelate, our understanding of our position in him grows, the more the things around us shift and change. Much like Stevie's testimony. get out and push the truck from that position of rest what did she say she didn't get worried she didn't get upset right and then from that position of rest she just said truck move and the truck jumped out of the way you go oh that was just chance or circumstance happenstance all that no her attention wasn't on that but you know what's so easy to do when that happens we get out of the reality that we live in and we get frustrated with the temporal we get moved by those things instead of in him we live Acts 17 28 we live and move and have our being Yahweh be magnified who delights the word delight there the first definition of the word delight in the Hebrew means who desires has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. And that word prosperity is shalom. He delights in the shalom, the peace of his servant. But the word shalom means this. It means complete soundness, welfare, peace. Completeness in number means nothing lacking. It means safety and soundness in body. Does any of this sound relevant to our day? Welfare, health, prosperity, peace, quiet, tranquility, contentment. It means peace and friendship. He delights the friendship of his servants of his sons again in the new covenant we're sons I don't call you servants anymore a servant doesn't know what he does so how much more powerful is this for us that we walk in the revelation and the reality not just revelation but reality and I, it's that transition that takes place from head to heart when we don't just know about it and, and what he's showing me over and over and over again is that takes place by meditating not just reading and, and establishing facts but meditating on the truth of him of his reality let them shout 
for joy and rejoice who delight in my righteousness and let them say continually the Lord be magnified who delights in the prosperity of his servant and my tongue shall declare your righteousness and your praise all day long I don't know about you but that's intentionality right he said my tongue shall declare, shall proclaim, shall meditate on your righteousness. Again, let's bring that into the new covenant. We've become the righteousness of God. He became sin that we might become the righteousness of God in Him. So my tongue shall declare my righteousness and your praise all day long. shall ever be on our lips as we magnify we set our gaze upon that reality then the truth of that reality grows in us and as it grows in us then we can release it not in strife but in peace Jesus was conscious of the realm that he walked in in union with the Father that's why he could speak to the storm say peace be still that's why he could speak to the withered hand and tell it to straighten out and it would straighten that's why he could speak to the dead uh, damsel and tell her to get up and she got up are you with me but he was conscious of that reality that's why he said in John I only do what I see my father doing he was conscious of his position in the father and lived from that place that's what he's calling us we're not even calling us to it's a place that we are he's awakening us I really believe he's awakening us awakening us to the reality that's already there that has been since he's was risen from the grave and he's calling he's awakening us I keep saying calling call means to bring somewhere you haven't been this is where we are we're seated in him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus so he's awakening us to live from a different place and when we live from a different place we'll have influence in the place we're in so as we were in worship and I was just meditating on that reality he's bigger than anything that's confronting us, anything we're facing, He's bigger. And I, I, again, just going back to Stevie's testimony with the, uh, the dog hitting her in the nose. tried to stir themselves up to be. Are you with me? Their first response wasn't call 911, let's go to the hospital. The first response was we're well able. Right? 
gain more and more understanding and, and revelation about those truths. And that's important. And that, that His Word, in the beginning was the Word. The Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Jesus came in grace and truth. He is truth. So as we meditate on that reality that I am now in truth, I'm not just trying to maintain, to gain truth. I'm living in truth in Him. And then that life of His, which we're now one with, starts flowing out of us. It's uh, my Annalise comes over to the house, and we, I have a bookshelf in my in my office now Tina's office because she office from home which I like that but I have down near the where Annalise can reach I have books from uh, the life works of like Mary Maria Woodworth Adder John G. Lake and Smith Wigglesworth and these books are like this thick and those are the ones she likes to get she'll pick them she'll get them she'll go on the couch and she'll just start flipping through them and she'll act like she's reading I'm like, that's awesome because there's coming a day soon she's going to start reading and she's going to go to those books and she's going to start reading about these generals who lived this life. But it was funny. She had it and it was sitting on the table and I was going to go take it and put it back on the shelf and I just opened it up. You know, like a lot of people uh, when they're new in their faith, they do Bible roulette. You ever done that? You just go, Lord, speak to me and you open it up. There's grace in that, and I, I, the Lord can absolutely speak to you in those things, but I don't recommend it <laughs> to be your basis of theology, because you can open it up and it says Judas went and hanged himself. Amen. That's in there, right? But I opened this book up, and it was so cool, especially with what Mark texted me this week, because when I opened it up, the message, it's like this book is literally this thick. And I'm like this far into the book. It wasn't right in the middle. It was closer to the front. But it was, it was John G. Lake preaching on Christ in me and that reality. Christ in me and me in him and that reality of living in union with Christ. This was preached at the turn of the century, like from early 1900. And he said, what's, necess- what's needed in the church is this reality of our union with him. And living from this place of union with Him. He said, because when we do, we don't have to strive. And we don't have to work to try to get His power out of us. We just realize that the same Spirit that saved, that, that made us born again, lives in us. And us in Him. And we just have to merely release it out. And he talked about uh, a gentleman came to him and wanted to be filled with the Holy... What he said is, I'll butcher it a little bit. But anyway, the the man came to John G. Lake and said, I've heard about these meetings in Los Angeles over on Azusa Street, and I'm going to go to them because I hear they're talking in tongues, and I want that. So he went to the meeting, and, and he was sitting in the back, he said he went up to the front he went to the altars they were praying he said I went to the altar and I prayed for a few minutes and it didn't really start praying in the spirit right then he said I just went and sat on the front row 
And uh, he said, when I went and sat on the front row, one of the guys, I guess we would call like ministry team, came up and was going to pray for him. And he said that, uh, what's the guy's name that led Azusa Street? Seymour, William Seymour. He said, Seymour said, leave him alone and watch what the Holy Spirit does. Seymour was in such a place of peace, he didn't have to struggle over the outward manifestation because he knew what God was doing according to the truth of his word. And the life of God that was in the man began to come out of him. And, And John G. Lake just talked about, in this one message, he was talking about that reality of Christ in me and my union with Christ and living from that place. He said, because then when you have healing, you need healing in your body or you need to pray for healing for someone else. You're not trying to work something up to get it out. All you're doing is releasing what's already there. And that's what Jesus walked in. And he who's joined himself to the Lord is one spirit with the Lord. part of that meditation is declaring but before he talked about declaring he talked about the peace and that's what he's stirring in me this reality of in him I live and move and have my existence I know he's moving because we can go all the way back to Genesis Genesis the book of beginning it said there was darkness over there but the, the spirit of God was moving over the darkness he's still moving he's still moving no matter how dark the current situation looks politically physically financially he's still moving He's still brooding. He's still moving. He never stopped moving. He's still moving. That's just like when God created and he said, light be, light is still expanding. It's not stopping. Light's still expanding. God is still moving. He's still expanding. And we get to live and move and have our being inside of him. And as we meditate on that, so that's my challenge. Is that no matter what's going on, Find yourself in Him. And I believe as we meditate on that, even that revelation, that understanding grows. Because it's a broad place on the inside of the one who created it all.
going back to what I spoke of, I didn't speak on last week, John 4, 24. God is a spirit. Literally says God is spirit. And they that worship him, worship him in spirit and in truth. Not into spirit, in spirit. In union, in one, with him. bless you. Heaven. 
heaven and earth. In him we live and move and have our existence. In you, God, there's limitless possibilities of what you have done and will do. We declare your faithfulness throughout the ages. And in this season in our lives, God, we declare and we set our gaze upon your faithfulness. 